Hello, I'm Kier. I'm Tyler. And you are listening to The Chase Cast. The Chase Cast. Cast, cast, cast. Well, today's Chase is the first games we ever played. Chase. Chase was the first game <laughs> you ever played? No, I'm just saying, well, actually, it probably was one of the first games I ever what played. What is Chase? Um, well, at its simplest, you just try to, it's, you're like a predator. You just try to run down, run down the deer, tag them. Oh, so it's a purely deer game? Well, it's it's sort of a human deer. Oh, so it's tag. You know, it's, yes, tag. But, I mean, tag is sort of, I guess, when a game designer got involved, right? Yeah. At first it was probably chase. If you think back, actually, most games, most games trace back to some sort of, like, preparation for a t- life task, right? Like, yeah. the earliest games are, like, figuring out how to... Yeah, like, like throw sort something. Your tomatoes or something. Yeah, throw your tomatoes. Uh, throw something at a bullseye and make it hit. That's obviously valuable because you need to hunt down food. You know, um. Have, speaking of tag, have you ever played Manhunt? Uh, like, is that a physical game? It's like tag. Okay. It's a variant of tag in which one person is it and when they get somebody, they're both it. Oh, so it's like, uh, everyone becomes a zombie and then. Yeah, though you, well, it's not really like zombies because they show, you can show your sign, and rock from rock, paper, scissors is like war, and then the peace sign's peace. Okay. So you have to kind of show what what side you're on, because you're playing with like a hundred kids. Oh, jeez. So and then what's yeah. the goal? To be the last guy. Or a girl. Oh, so you want to be the survivor. Yeah. Okay. And, uh... There is nothing I have ever done that's more exhilarating than being that last dude <laughs> and being in the field and seeing another last dude and you're just like, I just need to get be alive longer than you in oh, this game to win. And are people actually physically chasing you down or yeah, is it yeah, more is it more like rock because it sounds like a weird rock, paper, scissors. Well no, you just show, but the the stupid thing about the signs is people lie all the time. Like people will have a peace sign out and they'll be like Oh, Bam. surprise, I'm a surprise. cheater. Surprise, I'm, I'm going to get you. I'm a big cheater um, face. And just um, like the kind of just cluster, like you could catch, mm. like if they corner a group of ten people, they're mm-hmm. probably all going to be in. No, I've never played that um, one. And it's also really interesting, at least when we're playing in elementary school, was you're not supposed to be running inside. <laughs> and it's kind of common courtesy not to go inside. Yeah. So but it's like some a weird totally Johann Sebastian Joust like action where you have to walk quickly or you know like yeah you know the feeling of like you want to run but you're prohibited from running so you're uh you're walking as quickly as you can get away from the person and still not violate the do not run policy. yeah 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 that's kind of like pool pool games where you know like public pools or whatever do not run and then you get involved in like things where you're chasing each other but then you have to like speed walk <laughs> you're like i'm not running but i am putting still putting myself in harm. or you run and then risk getting in trouble and if you get in trouble um yeah, you, you lose. Yeah, usually. so that's worse. Yeah, you want to keep you the don't game come alive. out of the principal's office like <laughs> I'm still safe. I'm not it. I liked um, exhilarating for me. Like as far as those playground games was Red Rover. I don't know if you ever played Red Rover. It's like uh, everyone joins hands in a line. Yeah, and then you know on two different lines. So you got like a line of ten and a line of ten, and then yeah. you take turns, and the lines call out like Red Rover, Red Rover, send Kier over. Yeah, and, and then, then I gotta run. Over. And I loved that. I think. Um, that feeling of the anticipation is like Duck Duck Goose. The anticipation of waiting, waiting duck, to duck, be duck called, goose. but it's so funny. Like, oh, is it gonna be me? Is it it's gonna all, be me? No, it's and easy. then it's like you You're, go from like all this like bent up like tension to like action, right? No, Duck Duck Goose is 
one of the worst child games oh, ever. You can't because, say that. Yes. Because no. here's what happens. Are you slower than the dude who's going around or lady that's yeah. going around? If so, you are getting picked. Yeah. Welcome well, to yeah, pick you, the three well, yeah. slowest kids <laughs> yeah, you in gotta, school. You got to strategize that stuff. So you, yeah, you, it's horrible though. Because then what is the like the guy yeah. can't catch? And also you're sitting down, so you're already at a huge disadvantage to getting yes. around that circle. I was a pretty quick little kid, so maybe this. I was I was slower. In yeah, so maybe the, the enjoyment of Duck Duck Goose is sort of directly proportional to your speed. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's like you get, yeah, I guess it's in essence you, you're getting picked as the weak link if you, they're like, oh, I can outrun this guy. Well, I can outrun this guy that's sitting down, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if you're a slow runner, you probably can't get up very fast, too. Mm. Um, I guess I liked it because there was action, but compared to, say, like, a game like Musical Chairs, where I felt like, like, this is almost like game design, right? Is like, are you rewarding, are you rewarding a positive thing, or are you trying to avoid a negative penalty and I always felt like musical chairs was um please god don't let something bad happen to me whereas like other games yeah. like Red Rover or whatever you're trying to accomplish something good you're like can I break through can I catch this guy whereas the, musical chairs is just like yeah don't be the last one it's just it's like you know there's what? no gain it's all negative I'm gonna make a correction okay this is no longer the first games we've ever played, Cat Chase. Okay. This is the... The Duck Duck Goose the Chase? kid <laughs> physical games okay. chase. Fair enough. Welcome yeah. to the kid's physical game chase. Yeah, I um, like it. Tags uh, were crazy when I was younger. Oh, I loved tag. We yeah. played We played TV tag. You ever play that? No. Well, maybe, but by a different name. What's you had to... You basically were safe if you could name a TV show. Oh, okay. And ducked. So you run up and they'd be like, big comfy couch, yeah. duck. And then you can't say the same one. I like, it was very poorly enforced, but. See, that's a good example of, uh, game design of like, tag it at simplest, right? Mm. And then people starting to go, well, what if we layer this rule? What if we layer this rule? What if we layer this rule? Like, we, did you play like freeze tag? Um, yeah, we played freeze tag. Yeah, and then there's also like, um, Actually, did, I don't know if we talked about this before, but did you hear about there's this group of friends that have been playing tag for like 23 years? Yeah, the businessmen. Yeah. And, and there's like, an, yeah. look it up, Google, Google that stuff. Maybe we'll put it in the podcast notes. But, um, you know, they, they, they played tag as, as friends in high school or whatever, and it's a pretty like elaborate game. Yeah. And then they drafted a contract, um, you know, as they became adults, because they wanted to stay in touch, and they all went their different ways, living on different parts of the country and whatever. Um, they drafted a, a legally binding contract about oh, right. their game of yeah, like one of them's a lawyer, and it's actually legally binding about what you have to do when like you, you tagged. You hand a document over to the other guy. No, you don't have the document, but it's very sp- specific rules about um, it. The tag game only goes on one month out of the year, because otherwise it gets just out of hand. Like it's during February of every year. See, I thought they were very big traveling men, and like they. It, they would traveled so much that the chances of them being near each other would be so little that, mm-hmm. that it, this made sense. I didn't know it was one month out of the year. It's one month out of the year. I read the contract because oh, I'm, you know, I'm you're interested. interested. Yeah, I'm interested in the legal What's stuff. What's the buy-in? And, um, it's something like whoever is it at the end of the month has to contribute to charity, first oh, of all. That's but cool. but the interesting rule is, you know, and this is a basic tag problem is, well, if I tag you and you immediately tag me back, and then you get in this weird, like, Tag, 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 break. But they have it very specific. Like, you cannot tag the person who last tagged you. Yeah. Um, but it only goes for the month because 
Yeah, they take it really seriously. They'll they'll fly across the country, hide in some somebody's trunk just so that they can get them. Because then, you know, if you're stuck it for that year, then there's a whole lot of shame yeah. about it. But yeah. but actually, it's it's a neat uh, evolution of just uh, yeah, like the basic game, right? Yeah. No, that's uh, that's cool. Yeah, as well um, as well as like friendship. I don't know. I think games <laughs> friendship's a nice thing too. <laughs> yeah. We are both pro friendship yeah. at this point. Yeah, at this point, pro friendship. I don't know. Next, yeah, it it uh, but games bring people together, and that's one thing that I always like about uh, you know, board games or physical games. And I think that yeah. thing as a kid, like that social aspect. You know, not to get too crazy, like. Mobile social, but the idea of games being social is nothing like, new. Like social, social, like isn't yeah. Like you're actually like somebody, yeah, shouting at each other or like. Well, the thing is too about school, which throwing worms on each like other, as, as bad of a school experience can be. Yeah, you are a bunch of people that are stuck together for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. so you don't like once once you're out of the public school system, you kind of lose the people who. You're never ever gonna play those sports like or games again because a it's not acceptable and b you get you like a certain game like a sport and then you just play that with other people who like sports. Yeah, you lose the the random like yeah 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 this this kid can't run at all and he <laughs> plays these games and you have to kind of associate that and plan accordingly. Yeah, I, I liked. Um... I always love the days, like, I grew up in Colorado or whatever, and it's like, it might be a snow day or a rain, and then you're in the gymnasium, you know, yeah. elementary school, yeah. and that's, that was always the fun, because instead of doing something, you know, random, slightly productive in PE, it'd be like, today we're playing tag or dodgeball or yeah. freeze tag or, you know, yeah. manhunt or whatever. Well, we used to have, like, chariot races <laughs> on these, like, there were these, like, little skateboards that are about the size, like, the dimensions of a milk carton, mm-hmm. like, flat. And they had like four little wheels, and the wheels would spin around. And one kid would get on that, yeah. and the other kid oh, yes, would, yes. would pull him, and they'd do chariot <laughs> races like in and out of the change rooms. Oh my god, so dangerous! We had like open gym, which was which was a fun idea, and we basically did a bunch of random random things. Um, I think that's why I still like some of the, um, yeah, some of the physically oriented or, or games with physical elements, like even. Even werewolf, right? Where, okay, you're not chasing each other, but you're sitting around in a group. It, it feels yeah. like an elementary school game, except for with, like, you know, Machiavellian sort of, like, yeah. you know, adult, like, uh, but, you know, you gotta read body language and all these sorts of things. Well, also, when you're, when you're like a young kid, it's before being cool. Like, you're not ever too cool for something yeah. when you're in elementary school. Like, yeah, you're never too cool for tag. Yeah, it's like tag. tag's the cool thing to do. Yeah, and probably, Whereas, like, every time I play werewolf, I just try and ruin it <laughs> for everybody involved. <laughs> because that's my game. Um, the, but, the, uh. The cure game, the cure metagame. Yeah. Uh, uh, we actually had, um, soccer fields at, um, my elementary school. And we had a very multicultural school. Okay. Which was which was a very interesting game we played because there were so many Korean people that we played Korea versus the world. <laughs> so when we played soccer, all the Korean kids wanted to play with each other, and they play on one team. And then everybody from Iran and yeah. Romania and yeah. all those other um, places played on the other team. So that was that. Like looking back, that was. No, like no racist tones at all when mm-hmm. we did that. So it was like self-selected. It like, was just the like, wanted to yeah. play on the same because they were like they all 
knew each other. And then there's also, like, I experienced this in sports a lot. Yeah. Um, like, there's an advantage to knowing another language. Oh, like, why would they, like, try to use... Like, basketball changes if I if I can say in another language, I'm going to go right, set mm-hmm. a pick on the left, and slip exactly after three <laughs> seconds, and there's nothing the other person can do about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually tend to call that out as unfair when I play. <laughs> Unless you can take advantage of it, or what? Well, I can never take advantage of it, because okay. I don't know yeah. any languages yeah. that aren't... That can't go over great on the basketball court, is like, English, 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 or what? Yeah, like I can't unless I start using like words that people don't know. But I don't yeah. have that type of vocabulary where yeah. I can speak in code. What about like awesome Navy SEAL style hand signals? Is that allowed? Like you know, or World War Two? Like that's, you that's, two go forward, you around left, execute. I mean, if you're playing pickup sports and you practice plays with your friends, yeah, you're trying a little hard. Like if you want to do plays. Go play in a league, play organized bat. Like, if we're playing with ten random people and two of you are like, have these secret plays and you like, yeah, like wink at each other and hold up a hand signal. And hold up a hand signal. Um, you're trying a little hard, but then, I mean, it is a game, anything to win. Yeah, I think it's the big fish. A lot of people like to be a big fish in a small pond, right? Yeah. They, like, if, it's an odds evener if we, if they go play in an organized league where the competition is of that level. Yeah. Um, whereas if you can sort of like beat the system, game the system, and you know bring a team, it's like MechWarrior, right? Bring a team of four against a random team, or you know a random team of singletons. Yeah. And just by the fact that four of us are on a mic, we're going to demolish, right? Yeah. Like we're actually okay. Everybody focus alpha, focus alpha. Whereas so maybe it's the same thing. Anything, anything for the win. Whereas as soon as as soon as it becomes like, you know even playing field of organization, then, you know, then you, you don't get to be a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, um, did you ever play mat ball? I don't know. That's something we played in, in high school. Um, so a big, a big gym. Well, I don't know what a big gym is. Yeah. It's basically like two small basketball courts yeah, together. I don't. I don't know what the states has. Yeah, the states probably has. I wouldn't like, say that's a big gym. I'd say that's a medium-sized gym. Big gym would be like, like two full, two full bat yeah. with no with bleachers pushed back, of course. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. That's that's about what I'm yeah, talking right. about. But um, so you basically had it was some it was a variant of California kickball, um, which is basically baseball with kicking. Yeah. They okay. roll the ball down, which is so stupid because there's no way you could. Miss it. It's pretty hard not to hit a home. You can't run. get. You don't get too many strikes in <laughs> yeah, kickball, yeah. Um, <laughs> unless there's some pro kickball players that I don't know about. Or like bowling, like the pitch. Yeah. Um, but what would happen is you had to run from the bottom left corner to the top right corner, then to the top left corner, then to the bottom right, then to bottom left. So wow. you do this kind of like diamond. Oh yeah. Extra running because because um, it was too simple to run around. Well, okay, Straight so there's there's what? a bunch of crazy things about this game. One, in the middle of the gym, there's two hockey nets. That's a safe zone. A safe zone for one person. What is this called again? Mat ball? Mat ball. Okay. So you kick the ball and you have to run to the base. If they catch it, you're out. If you hit a, over a certain wall, it's a home run. Okay. Um, but basically, you they have to hit you with the ball. So it's like dodgeball. So yeah. they catch the ball and then they have to Are hit you. Are they those uh, metallic playground balls that when they hit you, no, these they are, have like the metallic sound? 
Oh, we had those in elementary school. Um, they were like the thick, kind of gnarly red rubber. Yeah, that's um, the kickball that I'm used to, like you. No, we weren't playing with it. We were playing with like kind of volleyball size. Soft. Those things leave a mark on your face if they. Uh... Well, the the best part about well, yeah, the best part about elementary school is that kids are small enough <laughs> that you have a ball that's about a foot and a half in diameter. Yeah, like that can it can really, move a kid. That can move a kid, and <laughs> yeah. it, and because of growth spurts, if you're the bigger kid, you can just destroy this kid. And the ball's not even moving that fast. Yeah. It's moving like very slowly. They have a little bit of mass to them too. Those kids are the rubber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, so, also, it's just it was just fun having like different sized dodgeballs and yeah, and um, and also uh, yeah. It, so map mat ball. So there's a safe zone. So when you kick the ball, you can nets. run to the safe zone and hide there. One person's allowed. In. How long are you? Just as long as you want. Guy? As long so as the game want. is real time. Like then they gather it up and pitch it to the next. Yeah, they guy. pitch it to the next guy. He kicks. You can choose to run, or you can choose to. Can stay there be there. two guys on the base, or is there a base? Well, okay, the bases are gymnastic mats. Can you stand on the base, like no. in baseball? It's like, or you just have four, to. Touch it's like it and three keep feet moving. high, mats. So what happens is when you're going for the mat, you jump up. You on jump, it? flip, spin up to the top. Like onto the mat and then land, and then you you can remain safe, and you can remain safe until they get three outs and you swap. Okay. So there's a lot of funny instances where one person would be in the safe zone, and another guy runs up like, "Why didn't you run? Now I'm screwed!" <laughs> right? And then there's some people who just wait so, at certain bases. And so those be- who want to just preserve their own safety at all costs, screw the rest of the yeah. team. Basically. So so the cool thing is too is after you get to home, you run again. So then one guy kicks, two people run. Wow. So you get this chaotic, like, 20 people, people running. And there's people running diagonally and stuff? Yeah. Wow. Some people are faking. Like Some people are, like, faking one way and then running, yeah. like, the opposite. Um, and the best, like, one of the really interesting parts about it is when we played it, you because you need, like, 40, 50, 60 kids. Yeah, I was you got, say, this sounds You got multiple complex. grades together. Oh, so man. you'd have the grade 12s and the grade 8s. So 18-year-olds and 13-year-olds against 16-year-olds. Oh, man. And that was really interesting. Oh, so you're balancing it out. So you got the, like, kids, like, completely terrified because this guy's going to go play in the MLB. Yeah. And he's just going to destroy this kid. (laughs) And these other guys are like, no, man, you got it. Like, cheering on the the grade eight. But it was so fun. Like, it was just such a fun game. Oh, I mean, it sounds crazy with just the number of players. Well, so having like, ten people run to first yeah. is just that type of dodgeball chaos wow. that... Yeah, I liked those free-flowing... Like, you know, I, we, you and I both played on a dodgeball team in town, and it's, it's you know, varying levels of fun, but I miss that free-flowing just chaos, like you're saying, yeah. of some of the games that, for lack of a better term, maybe aren't, you know, aren't designed all that well, because they're just, like, they're completely chaotic. But as a kid, I think that's really important, like, that... Some of that lack of structure is like really important to the enjoyment. Yeah, like, I'm just like all I need. All I know is I need to run for my life. You know, uh, don't get tagged. Whatever it is, just like yeah, you know, your survival so, instinct kicks in, right? Um, did you play Doctor Dodgeball? It sounds kinky. Well, what basically, yeah. What there's is that one right doctor. Now? So when you go down, you drop oh, to the yeah, ground, yeah, yeah. And, he, and then he the doctor has you. to come bring you back to the hockey net or whatever yeah, your yes, base is. And yeah. if he gets out, you lose. Yes, and you got to protect him. It's like the medic on the field, like um, protect him at all costs. Yeah. See, yeah, I love that kind of stuff. Uh, and and the fun and the funny thing is, a lot of the because I, I went to like a basketball school, so a lot of the 
a lot of the dodgeball games, there was kind of like a basketball reset where you could take the ball instead of throwing it to somebody, you could try and yeah. throw it all the way to the other side into the hoop. And then you get into the hoop, everybody's oh, yeah. back yeah. in. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, like they bring in, um, probably the stupidest physical game I've played at school was donkey basketball, which, uh, they did as fundraisers when I was in band in high school. Yeah. And it was exactly what it sounds like. They'd bring like, in donkeys. And then you play And everybody basketball? would get on donkeys and you'd play basketball. <laughs> and it was. Outside? No, in the in wow. the gymnasium. Did they give them shoes? Yeah, I mean, I'm, did well, the donkeys have shoes? Well, they had. The, they were probably shoed with a horseshoe, but not like. Wouldn't wouldn't oh, the donkey fuck maybe up they a did, gym? Yeah, yeah. No, they did have shoes. I think they had some sort of protective gear. I love the idea of like. It's Under Armour's like, man, we we got to get some foothold here. Let's sponsor the donkeys. Yeah, I know. At this charity, these charity donkey shoes. These are some of the things that make you wonder if like. They're relics of a bygone era. I mean, you know, I went, I, don't I went to high school in 1992, but it's the sort of thing I look back at now and say, like, is, was that cruel to the donkeys? Or, I mean, we obviously didn't mistreat the donkeys. I've but, never seen, like, a wild But the donkey. mere idea that everybody jumps on donkeys and then they're desperately trying to pull them in the direction of the play, right? <laughs> and so, I mean, it was... Uh, it I was, just picture that being, like, ho- like going horribly, like the donkey gets well, into the crowd <laughs> and just starts mauling people. <laughs> Fortunately, uh, there were very few injuries, but also very few baskets, and that was part of the... Yeah. You know, it turned basketball into, like, soccer or something, where you're like, every basket is extremely valuable. Um, yeah. And I remember... Uh, at the time, I was just so enthralled with the fact that I got I got chosen to be on the getting to play on it, and then I was like desperately wanting to get a basket. But it's like the donkey's turning; you're trying to turn and like every Do you have to shot. Um, no, you just hold oh, okay. it. But well, other people on their donkeys can come by and try to slap the ball. Out that's of your pretty hands, easy. Right? Though. Well, I guess you have to guide the donkey. That I mean, was the hardest thing. They're donkeys. Do they right? have jump so balls? Um, like the, they throw the ball up and you gotta jump off the donkey. No, it, I think they tried to avoid things that would either put people or donkeys at extra risk. But um, yeah, so that's that's one of those things where every time I say donkey basketball, what what's what what are the rules of that basketball? Well, it's <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes like the you, name says it all. You'd expect it like where you can only pass if you kick backwards or like yeah, yeah exactly like something <laughs> something like that, like um, a yeah allusion to something you, thematic. Speaking of basketball, did you ever play bump? No. You're, I feel, okay, just before you explain, yeah. it's freaking me out because you got like all these awesome games well, that I never... We got plenty of time. Then again, it might be... It might, it might be, be by a different name. might be my lack of memory. I'm sure we played many variants, yeah. but, well, you're, but you're a little closer to bump, high school. Bump, you'd line up, and then two people would have the ball. You usually had a rule where the first person can't be out. But basically, if the person behind you scored before you did, wait, wait, you're out. Dodgeball or no? What? No basketball. Oh, basketball. Okay, gotcha. So you line up, you line up wherever, depending on how good the players are. Okay. And you shoot like freeze or like free throws or something. Like no, 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 like the first person shoots. Okay. Second person shoots. Okay. And whoever gets the basket in first, like if the second person gets the basket before the first person, yeah, the first person's out. Okay. Though you had this kind of rule where if you were the first person, because you're playing with 50 kids mm-hmm. or something, if you're the first person, you can't you get to be out in the first round because yeah, you yeah. won the last game. Yeah. Okay. Um, but pretty much you can't touch the ball with your hand. You can't touch the other person's ball with the hands, mm-hmm. your hands, um, but you can bump it. So you can grab the ball, ball comes your way, bump it into traffic, bump it over a fence, bump it into another room, <laughs> or... The real fun is you can throw it in midair 
and knock their ball out. So you oh, were okay. waiting there, watching, waiting for them to shoot. Oh, and they as shoot, when you're number two, you just, you're, you're ready boom. to disrupt. Well, if they hit before you, you're out. But then do you have to make a basket from that spot? No, you can do whatever. So I don't understand. Why don't people just, like, take an easy shot, boom, in? Well, you have to shoot initially from, like, let's say the three-point Okay, line. like something. So you have to shoot. Oh, something where there's a good chance you'll miss. Yeah. You could just throw it off the back. Like, what happened is mm-hmm. it was really fun in elementary school, and then you got to high school, and people just threw it off the backboard as fast as they could. They're athletic enough, they catch it one-step layup. Right. Um, but if you shoot a three, you get the chance of getting them out immediately. Um, but also threes bounce. Like, the further the shot is, the better chance the bounce is going to be longer. Yeah, okay. Um, and you can also throw the ball underneath the hoop and okay. hit, hit it as it's coming in. Um, it does get really stupid when people can, like, dunk. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it, it, like, it's a much more fun game as a kid. But I think that's the wonderment of, like, not to get too philosophical, but when you're elementary school age, it's, like, the mere chance to go out and run around like a maniac with, a, like, a small amount of rules, a loose, a loose you know, yeah. vestige of order mm-hmm. is all you want, right? Whereas then, as you become older... It's like, that's where proper sports come in. It's like, okay, there's all these rules. You can't do this. Yeah. So you need to execute this. You have 15 seconds to make the shot, you know. Um, but certainly that sense of, like, just pure fun. Like, I loved that free play, you know, yeah. as a kid where it's just like, uh, yeah, the chance to run is enough. One of the one of the funny rules about bump uh, is if you shoot before the person in front of you, you are out. So then there's all these... Oh, like wily oh, people that oh, they go oh. up and pretend to shoot because yeah. you want to shoot as fast as possible. Yeah, because you got to get that in. So there's a bunch of people that fake, and then the other guy shoots. Yeah, and they're out. So someone who could palm the ball might like go for it and then hold the ball, and then yeah. you like you've already shot yours. Yeah. Um, Outsmarting. Yeah, it's like uh, a, a tiny bit of game theory in there of like yeah. um, decision matrix of if he shoots first, then I do this. If he, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Uh, the outsmarting is definitely fun, and that carries forward into the other. Yeah. Like, always thinking about what is that guy going to do and what, you know, because a big part of, I guess, like, decision-making according to game theory is, like, um, there might be a move that you would do in a vacuum. Like, this is the best move I can make in a vacuum. But given that I know this other person is going to do what's best for them, yeah. I need to choose my second best move in a vacuum you know so that kind of thing we're like okay if i wasn't in opposition i would clearly do x but because i know i'm in opposition i'm gonna do y um that stuff fascinates me just because it's it's sort of counterintuitive you know you have to think it through come to the conclusion but then when it works it's like you know and that could be negotiation strategy or like uh you know we're doing all the time like or horde remember the um um gosh some of those maps like not man's map but the uh ladies map well, the one the one where like you start oh. both hordes on the left, yeah, and you know some of those intense one on one battles were, were very much yeah so much it's about what are just, they going to do, yeah, what, what am I going to do, not what the best thing to do is. Yeah, and you were always so good at that because you think yeah you think very exploitively in terms of um, well because if if it's a one on one game, if you are doing worse than me, yeah. Doesn't matter what the I score is as long as you're yeah. one ahead of me. I mean, it changes once. I mean, there's a lot of different things. Like certain games have, if you like, in certain shooters, if you kill somebody, you get plus a point and minus a point for the person who died. Mm-hmm. So that changes. That's a two point swing. Yeah, that changes the way you play. Opposed to like only kills matter. 
It yeah. doesn't matter if I die. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think that's funny though. Like all those, all those things where you have to get in someone else's head, and then you know what they're because a lot of people, you know, from playing, like they, they're score focused or whatever. Yeah, you know, they're trying to get or like in Horde, I'm trying to get the most gold. Well, no, if it's two player, you only need one more gold than yeah. the other guy. Yeah. Um, so if you have the chance to keep somebody at the current score they're at, and you have more than that, then that's if that's the easiest option. You used you always used the power ups really well, which you know of course. The, yeah. Well, the problem with you well, is you were you were good um, reflexively, which is part of Horde, but you were also the strategy like because you were always one step ahead of whoever, and like yeah. the whole the whole bit of the chunkiness of like we each have a power up, each of us could potentially kill the other one with the power up. Who's going to deploy the power up first? You know, it's it reminds me of that kind of thing of like yeah uh, of that um, bump or whatever where it's like okay. I know what his two options are right his, here. His I know op- my two options. Who's going to do what? And who's going to fake out who yeah. into deploying? Because, you know, in Horde, if you could get the other guy to, like, deploy his power up too soon, then avoid him for a minute, then come back, deploy yours, you get him, right? So yeah, it's well, like it got a, real... It's it got, like a, a, a Western duel, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny. Yeah, kids' games. Kids' games. Well, I mean, people should play them in general. Yeah, I mean, uh. I mean, it's not just kids. Aside from the activity. I mean, dodgeball, dodgeball's kinda in a, well, I mean, it's not the new thing. The new thing is dodgeball on trampolines. That Um, just sounds crazy, but. But dodgeball has this kind of nostalgia to. Totally. To everybody's like, oh man, I remember playing dodgeball, and then you go to the league, and it's a bunch of people that, all they do is play dodgeball and are way better than you, and then you're like, oh, this is no different than every other sport, where there is somebody that is better than you. Yeah, to be honest, it's very authentic to the elementary school experience of, like, having, like, the the good kids, like, beat up on the little kids, right? Because you go and, and uh, you're like, yay, it's fun, and then you're like, oh, that guy has a wicked arm and, you know, plays five days a week and yeah. is tier A, and, you know, I'm, I think I'm ruins, tier C holding on for my life. I but. honestly think it should just be a little bit more random. I think making it a league and making it, like, formal teams and, like, formal, like, because in dodgeball, we had, we had stuff like everybody's in. Mm-hmm. The, like the teacher would go, everybody's in. Grab a whole other box of balls, yeah. <laughs> dump it in there. Just go crazy. Um, or we used to put boundaries, right? There was a point where the teacher would go, no boundaries. Yeah, it's one on one, no boundaries, and you need to do what you need to do to to win that game. Um, well, that that's kind of like uh, I wonder if some of those could be brought in. Okay, you know how like first person shooters have evolved so much in the last five years. Like starting really? in, ter- in the sorry, last five years. Sorry, competitive. Yes, competitive. Really? Like um, so it's from two thousand and eight. Well, when was the first? Um, this is post. This is a year after Call of Duty Four. Oh, that's which is the one that really first came in with the perks. That, and, uh, uh, I mean, the, Call of Duty Four is the one that popularized the perks. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, as far as the. All the additional infrastructure around the core. Yeah. I mean, deathmatching. Don't get me wrong; has been around forever, right? Yeah. But well, not forever. But um, Quake, you know, mm-hmm. Doom, whatever. But I, what I see as an innovation was, hey, all these perks and persistent things that changed. But what I'm getting at is what you were just saying of, hey, everyone saw the the leader or the teacher just changes the rules. It'd be yeah. sort of interesting. It's like a dungeon master. It'd be kind of cool <laughs> to be in the middle of a match and have the objectives change. And I know this would freak people out. I'm just well, saying that's, maybe that's, there's that kills them. Okay. But what 
Sony did is made a bunch of first-person shooters, and then a bunch of people didn't buy these first-person shooters. But Killzone has five objectives. Deathmatch, so kill each other, control points. But will it change in the middle points. of the match? Yes. Oh, okay. The bet, the, I think the most cool one was, uh, like, president mode. Well, I guess that might, mm-hmm. prime minister mode, whatever. I'm not trying oh. to be offensive, but yeah. one guy can't die. Yeah. And everybody has to protect him. Yeah. And yeah. one guy on the other team has to die, and everybody has to protect him. And then you had another mode that was, like, ca- capture the flag. Mm-hmm. So you'd play one for five minutes. It would switch. On it would switch dynamically on the fly. Dynamically on the fly. See, that's cool. And then it was best of five. Okay. So you, you, I mean, yeah, like that, that's why Killzone 2 is one of my favorite games this generation. Um, wow, no, that's, that's really cool because I like the idea that you have to, like, if you knew you're going to play Conquest or whatever, you, yeah. you bring in a certain character, a certain mech, a certain whatever. Yeah. Um, and certainly, like, and it's when it's first. random, you're like, okay, I'll just pick a mech that I like and whatever. Yeah. But I like the idea that you're, yeah, you're in the middle of a match, like, with a certain loadout and then the game changes and you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like it's a whole new world. What do I do? Um, well you had like classes as well. And, and I mean, Killzone 2 is such a crazy game. Cause you had, you had a class that could drop a spawn point. So you can imagine what would happen is there's a small room and 16 people on each team are both spawning out of these two spawn points across from each other, trying to yeah, get yeah. this flag. <laughs> um, those, you know, that I, yeah. kind of thing that is, happens in elementary school. Like yes. the teacher, the teacher goes like, "It's not about balance." The teacher just gets you. And he's yeah. like, "You're out. Yeah. I got you." <laughs> um, I like that idea of yeah, not everything because in the really popular games now, where there's like, oh, you know, there's you know, 15 million sold or something. It's like everything's got to be just right. Everything's got to be just balanced. And I think that sense of play and whimsy as a kid is like, it's not about balance. It's not about. It's not about do the rules make sense. Yeah. It's pure play, and I think. Yeah. Yeah, that like getting back involved in dodgeball as an adult, things like that. It was in search of that kind of, that kind of freewheeling like throwback to your younger days. You know, not that everyone yeah. had their glory days as a young days, but I just mean that sense of play. I think is really key to still. I don't know, just enjoyment. I think you know, as an adult, it's like you get forced to do all the adult things. So that's why all these nostalgic retro things are coming back. I think because it's like. Oh yes, you know it's cool to be an adult and like a cartoon, or it's cool to go play dodgeball. Yeah. Um. So it's a really interesting time. Whereas I would say, um, twenty years ago, they didn't have dodgeball leagues. Well, it wasn't necessarily like a movie. cool to be so. And if any listeners disagree, I'd be really interested to hear. But I feel like in the last, you know, certainly ten years, this embracing, um, embracing like the things that shaped us as children is kind of interesting. To see, like, yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of us are working creatives, and so we're buried in this, where well, that, the things that inspired us are now we're making our living off them, right? Yeah. Watching G.I. Joe cartoon as a kid affects how I make my living in small ways, right? Yeah. Well, also, there's the whole, like, business nostalgia optimal time where there's a reason that the Transformers movies came out when they did. Yeah. Because the people that are slightly older than me that watch Transformers... I watched Beast Wars. It was actually called Beasties on the Canadian channel and Beast Wars <laughs> on the American channel, which is kind of weird. That is weird. Um, but uh, those people are at the point in their life where statistically they have a bunch of disp- expo- or income to spend, mm-hmm. and they don't really have like a bunch of... 
and they like, and they also have young kids usually because I know that that yeah. people that they're talking about it's kind of eerie is is me and my age like um, a year or two ago there was some study put out and it was like hey the average age of gamers is now thirty seven and I was yeah. thirty seven and I'm like oh okay and yeah when I was a kid like you know I bought Transformers when they came out and I played with them and all these things so now yeah they can hit anyone who's nostalgic as well as I have Hopefully a kid and I want to expose them to them and then of course you you still get the you probably still get the 16 to 25 year old demographic because, you know, they want to go see rob- giant robots beat the shit out of each other, you know, with Megan Fox on screen or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you're right. The nostalgia just plays into um, it's going to be interesting to see. Like, I know as I age out of that, it'll be, you know, it'll be you. It'll be whatever when you were a kid. Yeah. Like, whatever. like Power Rangers are going to come back in a big way or. Well, that's. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's else? a whole different thing about the. At least as far as like m- music goes, is that being growing up at where I had Napster at age ten mm-hmm. and access to a computer, like everybody older, like around my generation, like we don't have a musical, like the, our music taste varies so much more than I think. Right, you like you love that one, whatever Bon Jovi or Rush song, and yeah. for us, it's like we were listening to, like we it might have been the Beatles to, or it might have been. Like, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever older music or just music that, like, nobody listened to, like, that's kind of saved in this internet vacuum, but, um... What other, um... So, I don't know, we should probably wrap it up somewhat soon. Yeah, we should, We're gonna, yeah. if, hey, if anyone's listened this long about childhood games, it's it's kind of cool. Anybody um, listening, that's cool. Yeah, really. Um, um, hi, Mom. No. Uh, I remember one game, I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but this was always my favorite one that would, on those snow days that we do in the gym. And it was literally, they would set up like the cargo, like when the cargo net came down and the freaking gymnastic mats oh, came yeah. out yeah, and like the bars the and the dodgeballs and everything would be out at the same time. It would be some crazy like station rotation thing. Oh, that's And cool. all I remember is something to do with an alligator pit where like if you fell off the cargo you I had an was, alligator pit? Well, it was basically like you an had obstacle a, course, right? But you had like an alligator pit? Yeah, we're live alligators, man. Well, wait, um, what? No, not live. But You mean like a ball pit? No, like... Like Foam a fictional, use your oh okay. Like Same. like here's the deal is yeah no if I, you I fell get off it. the cargo net and fell on the mat you were eaten. So it was like everyone was trying to get around the obstacle course. Wow. Um, wow. But the, it, it was like yard sales. Like they just got yeah. out all the weird equipment that they you I know mean, lock in the room. And so every time I'd come in there, if I saw the cargo net down, I was like yes, like yeah ropes. You know, I, just, I thought you had like a ball pit you can play in. No, um, no. I mean those were like Chuck E. Cheese yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Chuck E. Cheese, um, you know, the, the guy who founded Atari oh. founded Chuck E. Cheese, uh, Nolan Bushnell. Oh, so two failed ventures. Well, oh, I mean, no. he, <laughs> I don't know. He made I know some how good Chuck money. E. Uh, we don't really, I've never really been to one. I loved it as a kid, but it's funny because um, I've heard him speak before, and, you know, he's very well known, of course, and um, interesting guys, led an interesting life. Yeah. But yeah, I ran into him at, at GDC, or I saw him right next to me, and I'm like, Man, this guy, like, he's single-handedly responsible for not only, well, okay, single-handedly, whatever, but he was certainly yeah. the leader yeah. of not only Atari, which was, you know, influential in the whole industry, but also as a kid, Especially just amazing, and Chuck E. Cheese. And it's like, if my, if my, like, eight, ten-year-old, twelve-year-old self knew, like, I'd be sitting next to Nolan Bushnell one day, it's like, head explode, right? Yeah. You know, uh, was, was, but ball pits. That's what yeah. I was on that. Yeah. Ball pits, that's where you had to go, Chuck E. Cheese, man. Ball pit was like, 
high, you know, high class kid toy. You had to travel for that sucker. Yeah, we never, I never really remember. I mean, we had like play pits and McDonald's and stuff like that, but we never, I never really went to like Chuck E. Cheese. We did have like a thing called a planetarium. Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't what I'm talking about. That's like the, you thing, look that's at, the thing you go to look at stars. Yeah. Um, no, uh, a palladium, palladium, which was yeah, like, yeah. A huge amount of money spent on this arcade in this big mall that was like $20 an hour as much Oof. as you can eat games. Yeah. <laughs> and they even had rides. Like oh, they wow. had virtual rides that you would wait and you'd be like, oh, I got 10 minutes on my card. I'm going to play five minutes of this game, then get on the ride because it takes 30 minutes. Whoa. And you mean like, like, Disneyland style, like uh, you go in and sit in a thing, and they project on a screen yeah, and, and then shake they, you around. They move around and yeah. stuff like that. Um, yeah. And then, of course, like just an abundance of arcade. Of course, they go into business. <laughs> you can't. And it was like really nice. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like this tiny games place that was also a bar. It's like it's just pure. Um, chaos, but yeah, kids' games, lots of fun, lots of fun. Yeah. Also, well, we did should... you play Moss Ball? No. That's they roll the ball, you kick it, you gotta run to the other wall and back, and everybody else is trying to hit you with the dodgeball. Maybe. Why is it that moss? Was, I don't know. This is what they call it. What does it have it. to do with moss? Maybe the guy like Maybe like moss, moss doesn't know. grow on a rolling stone, so you're supposed to like run as fast as and you, possible. But that was chaos. Cause you have like 16 so kids you, <laughs> running to the wall and then have to touch and get back, and you might be like, I'm just gonna avoid, like, let's yeah. let this kid run out by himself. So do you counter time? Yeah, you like sort of like, don't be with the group, but don't also be the last one. You wanna be with the group, like, you wanna kind of run next, yeah. like, use people as human shields and stuff. So like is there, are there these, those really brutal kid moments where like someone taps the wall, turns around, and gets like plastered by like five balls in the face? No, it's one ball. Oh, okay. No moving either. So you have to pass. Oh, okay. So, gotcha. um, interesting. Yeah. Well, we hope, episode uh, one. We hope you enjoyed uh, all many. your your uh, kids' games as well as much as we did. Yeah. Um, we've got some other great content lined up for uh, yeah. for future episodes, so definitely drop any suggestions or comments that you have. And uh, I think we're going to sign off for now, huh? Yeah, and thank you for listening to the chase. Nope, no, 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 no. Nope. What? Oh, okay. Let's try this again. Okay. Thank you for listening to the chase cast. Thank you. Okay, we'll get better. We're always getting better.